Welcome to Noisy Narratives. This is Debbie Vallejo, and um, we are here to cut through the noise of our stories and talk about um, what matters in our everyday lives. So I am here. I'm Debbie, and I'm here today along with Christy Williams, Amy Waddell. And this is our wrap up for the season, ladies. This is oh, kind of crazy. Okay, oh, Christy. She's it's been a year already. It has been a year. This is our 22nd episode. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Is that not fun? That's a good number to land on, too. Mm-hmm. There we 22. go. We're landing on 22. So we're. this is going to be our last drop of this um, fall to spring season, and we will take the summer off because, you know, we got lives, and things are going to, there mean, are I things going on. Okay. She does you not, have a new but job I, and I'm going to call busy. a lie. I'm going to say that's a lie. <laughs> so um, today we thought, we would discuss kind of the year, our kind of thoughts on the year, the first year of Noisy Narratives, what we think about things and um, the different guests we've had, the different conversations we've had, and then just reflect to on just kind of this season. It's been a crazy year, right, with everything going on. So thought we would just bring in some reflection time, just have some fun. As Amy says, we're always a little off the rails. So we're just going to do that again, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Reflections on the air. What do we think? Go ahead, Christy. You go first, Amy. <laughs> You're really good at going first. Y'all made me go first very first episode. I know. And then we that's did. when you also told me we were going to be doing this again and again, when Christy only told me we were doing it once. <laughs> I don't know if I said once. I just said, hey, Would you like we're to come, come and do come a podcast? Yeah. Singular, not plural. Yeah. I mean, uh, but but I, really, I really enjoyed this. So Wait, you're great. We love it. It's fun. Well, so I'm glad you came back. I'm another voice. I don't know about great, but I'm another voice, uh-huh. another perspective. Um, you are. Reflections throughout the year. Um, well, I'm glad everything's opened back up now. Yeah. We're not sequestered to our homes. I've enjoyed Because this. we are in Texas. Yeah, exactly. It's We feel sad for other places. We do. Are. Except it's for Florida. They're, they're opened up with us for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Were they ever closed? Not really. Okay. They're pieces and parts. Like businesses could do certain things, I think. But as a yeah. whole. Um, I've enjoyed listening to the other women that have come on to do the yeah. podcast. And um, Who are some that you remember well? Sarah Hayes. I liked her. I liked her uh, personality and her just wit story. Yeah. and story on life what about you I got a Cindy Peak. I think I really enjoyed her story mm-hmm. but I liked them all like all of them had t- bits and pieces that I really enjoyed yeah um, for sure and thankful that they all were willing to come share their story because that's really hard to do yeah and then because you're sitting here in a room of three people but you don't know who's going to hear it and what's going to hear it no we would have even conversations before with people sharing going oh gosh I hope my brother doesn't hear or I hope my mom doesn't hear or I hope my you know what I mean and so oh, that's yeah. floating through their head as you're sharing this and some people don't mind and so and so you just hope that um, we know that God will bless their story and the people that hear it and I think that's what's encouraging and we're going to dwell on that yeah I've been really thankful for people that have opened up because you mm-hmm. don't know what other people are going through and how much other people are uh, keeping hidden because they are afraid of judgment or nobody's going to understand them and then you hear somebody that's really open and honest about their life and you're like oh I went through that too and I'm really glad they talked about it I don't mm-hmm. feel so alone anymore even if you never have a conversation with that person absolutely yeah there's so, encouragement there yeah yeah what about you Debbie? I think that's true um so people always start out being real nervous before they come. And I remember always. us, the first one, couple ones we did, I was like, so I didn't sleep before we put them out. I was like, if people don't like it, we're going to get awful emails. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> I mean, like no. all these things of like what it means to live online. Hey, wait, time out. We need to go back. In. We need to go back. Really? You didn't sleep at night? I didn't sleep. And then you thought people I were going to email? I told you that. I never told I did, you. I but I don't think we've discussed it oh, like okay. this. I think you've mentioned it before. And I was like, no Well, because I, no t- I think I, ha- I live in that... I don't have a lot of anxiety at all. Actually, I don't tend to worry a whole bunch in general. One place I have some anxiety in is the online genre. I think we've talked about that before, how Mm -hmm. just I was so hesitant to do much in that world. Yeah. um, Because of that, because people don't know you and they make assumptions based on kind of pieces of information or what you say. And I'm like, like, yeah, let's let it fly. Nobody knows me. (laughs) This is why we haven't put our pictures out. The darts. I didn't think I even said that in a blog. I was where people are going to post hey, on a picture somewhere. Go start throwing darts. Go to some high school volleyball and you'll get darts. So this is See, nothing. I until just, Christy at the women's event goes. And Amy Woodell is on our podcast. Yes. I was like, I was just happy being a voice, but all right. I don't, 
Thanks for pointing me out to everybody. Man. I have a target on my back now. <laughs> you do. It's a good target. It's a target. Okay, so wait, let's go back. So you yeah. were really worried about, like, e- not worried, but you were concerned or it kept you up to kind of go, mm-hmm. people might email us. I remember listening to them so carefully. Okay, will people take this long? Will people take this wrong? Should I take out this piece? Should I take oh, out this piece? And then I would sleep way. on it and I'd be like, okay, did I do this right? Did I do that wrong? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, well, one of them, one of them we didn't put out because. Yes. Yeah. I was like, huh. Yeah. I just. So that way, I think because this was our first time out of yeah. the gate and just the online world, like I said, and being responsible, like we're representing our church and yeah. just mm-hmm. the, the burden of that and yeah. just want to do that well. And then learning all of it, learning the, how to do mm-hmm. the podcast thing, learn like the ways we've set up our rooms, 50 million different ways. Well, just you for set the them sound. up, not, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah, not us. You know, and then trying to learn the technology and everything else. And so then I guess we start having guests on and then the three of us just start kind of gelling and having fun conversations. And I just eventually, I was like, the Lord just kind of took it and we started getting such positive feedback from ladies sharing their stories. Okay. So you don't struggle with this no. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not a, you no. don't he's sleep, can't sleep at night. You don't stay up at night. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Not anymore at all. Then are you still worried about getting emails or you know, uh, arrows, whatever Have we you had say. any negative feedback? No. Okay. None. But it doesn't mean people don't think it, but as long as they're not like trolling us online, I'm fine. Right. <laughs> you can think it all you want. No, I think it was, you know, what I thought too is because the climate, mm-hmm. political climate, even church climate a little bit. And mm-hmm. I mean, God, like overall universal church, not our church necessarily, but was just, there was some fracturing going on, just some rhetoric that I think was pretty harsh. And I, I think, um, that along with my tendency just to just to be careful, represent our church. I think all of it just coincided mm-hmm. at a time that just yeah. meant I was just having some anxiety and, you know, but worth, what I was grateful to the Lord too, was just not letting. And I think Christy helped a lot with that too. Her just going, no, it's fine. It's fine. Don't stop. It's fine. This is great. It's fine. Cause you know, so I didn't stop. Cause I mean, you can let that anxiety oh, cause yes. you to not do something. Yes. Which Satan wins. Well, totally. I was about to say that, but totally. I think the three of us have stayed Christ conscious while we're doing this. Like yeah. even if we, we've, we've talked about tough relationship stuff and you know, whether, uh, women have stayed in husbands and wives have stayed in marriages or not. And then we would stop and say, we're not saying one way or the other, whether you should get a divorce or stay together. We're just, we're just talking about relationships in general. Yes. So, and trying to make sure that number one, we're nobody's Holy spirit. No, I mean, no. (laughs) So we're not here to lecture anybody, talk to any, like in that tone, but making sure that the kindness and the love of our community is kind of represented well, but Christ's love, it just shines through our ladies. And I think that's too, where I was coming is they would cut, they'd be nervous. They'd sit down mm-hmm. and there's so many sweet things would come out of their stories. Yes. And then that was just amazing. So, well, I remember the one we talked about life 360. I did oh, get, yeah. I did get lots of texts about that one. You did. Oh, and I got a couple of calls. So like what was that? It was Can that you share? Day? Yes, absolutely. It was great. Because we talked about us not because we don't have I don't have kids in college. Yes. And I said, Hey, when they go to college, I'm gonna turn off life three sixty. Yeah, and because, I said I agreed with uh-huh, you. Yeah. yeah. And oh gosh. <gasps> that afternoon one friend called and like, You you have no idea, Christy. You have no idea. When they go to college, you're gonna know where they are and what and I'm like, Okay, maybe I will, but I'm not there yet. Oh yeah, a couple text messages. Just wait till you're in our shoes. Just wait till you're in our shoes. So I have to say I'm closer to being in your shoes. Yeah. So my son like has been driving around. He went down to Dallas with some buddies. They like rented a, a, for a friend's birthday. They rented like a movie theater yeah. and they went to like a restaurant. We didn't know where they were going. I said, mm-hmm. just text me. Let me know what you're up to, whatever he was mm-hmm. driving. We didn't check. Mm-hmm. Who we, and I don't have Life 360. Mm-hmm. I can have find my iPhone. So if I needed to, I could find his iPhone on there mm-hmm. and we can find it. But so I'm saying right now I'm kind of living and he's in high school. Yeah. I'm that one step away. But I know that the ones that want 360 that want to know how fast they're driving yep. all the time that can literally print out there. And I'm yeah. going, I went to college. My parents did not do that because mm-hmm. they didn't have the ability to. But I think it goes to. That would have been like I needed to learn how to live my life in college. My son needs to yeah. learn how to do that. Well, and they and these women also didn't have that when they were in college. No. Mm-hmm. But I think it's how they're wired. But As so many and do it though. Like yeah, I don't know any of them. They're wired. They're same because there's so many of us that don't do it. Well, and so they started it, and now they can't undo it. There's a, there's that. But part here's of it my too. question yeah. because I feel like we're all wired to worry. Being like I, it didn't mean it doesn't mean I don't 
worry or care about where he is or what he's yeah. doing, mm-hmm. it means I'm fighting the tendency to want to control it. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like that is something we all have to fight. It's how far you choose Absolutely. to take that line. And some people can cut it off, you know, one step into mm-hmm. the race. Some people go, that you know, almost to the finish line worrying and things like that. So there is something but, legit like, oh, wait till you're in our shoes. I mean, there's an element of the truth to that. Yeah. But on the other hand, you're going, but I, I still want to try and figure out if maybe yeah. this isn't for me. Yeah. Well, are you are, are you robbing yourself of peace, of peace and quiet yeah. if if you're still worrying about them? As I, I don't really have a dog in this. I don't have children. Yeah. Of These any are age. good questions from somebody on the outside, which we appreciate. Right. But I remember being 16 and driving four hours to my grandmother's house. There was no cell phone. I had a radiator that would overheat, and I would have yeah. to drive halfway to Tyler and let my car cool down and fill the radiator, my busted radiator back up, and take off. My mother knew if I didn't call in four hours, she should probably start looking for me, right. you know. <laughs> but it wasn't, uh, you know, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. We just didn't have these things. Then. I was driving from college from A&M up to my family was in DeSoto at the time, and I spun out on the highway. Mm-hmm. My car spun out, backed up into a ditch. So a trucker stopped, pulled over, and he put a chain on the bottom of my car, pulled me out of the ditch. Another guy stopped in his truck, and they helped me out. And for, like, the next, like, it was, I was about halfway home. For the next hour, one of them was in front of me. The other one was in the back. They were daddies, basically. I mean, they were so nice. But, no, I didn't have, I mean, like, they, my parents didn't know. I got home. I told Dad the story. He was like, man, I'm telling you, we've got some great people on the roads. This is my dad's response. I mean, I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah. But I and keep you know, going back to the fact that I thought it was interesting that that the converse that they that we texted, we talked on the phone, we texted yeah. about it because it yeah. did trigger something yeah. in them, in them, and then in me. For me to be like, no, like it was a conversation where some yeah. people are like, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know. But I feel like at times I'm like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust. I'm not gonna go there. And then the other people go there, which is fine. Yeah. If you want to live with that, I, absolutely, that right. is your. You can live with yeah. that. I don't. I don't want to go there. But well, it is when interesting do you stop? Too. Because I know people, their children are older adults okay, well, let's with go. families, and they're still doing it. So then let's go to the other conversation of 10 years. Another friend and I were talking, let's say last week, and she said, if you would have asked me 10 years ago if I would advise a friend to put their daughter on birth control, she'd be like, heck no. Right. She goes, but 10 years now, I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, a friend tells me her daughter's active. And she's like, you don't want to be a grandma? Put her on birth control. She's like, but I would have never, ever mm-hmm. advised any thinking 10 years ago mm-hmm. when our kids, which kids are the same. So when our kids were six, when our firstborns were six, to be like, oh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I would never advise anybody to be on yeah. birth control. But fast forward 10 years and go, oh, yeah, the way your daughter's acting and what she's doing, I'm going to I'm gonna totally support that. Oh, my gosh. So it's those kind of things where you go, okay, well, then in 10 years when you're in a different place, are you going to kind of let go and relinquish or change. I mean, because you can only hold to so many things. Well, and I think, too, we're not our kids' Holy Spirit either. And we want to be so badly. We want to be their conscience. We want to be their Holy Spirit speaking in their ear all the time. Mm-hmm. And in the end, they have their own minds and souls and free will that God gave them. <laughs> I mean, we didn't. Well, God yeah. gave them free will. And so it is hard. It's one of those things as a teen. I mean, yeah, that's every parent. I am not. I'm going to be the last one to lecture a parent on what they should or should not do with their child. Send in doctor's office having those conversations. Yeah. I, but it's lots I mean, of things. It's that. It's, it's that. There's a it's serving alcohol alcohol in your home. Like these yes. are things that I'm like, yes. oh gosh, okay, this is where yeah. I stand now. Yeah. But then where am I going to stand in three years? Where am I going to stand in next year? Well, does that yeah. branch off of like, I don't want my child to get hurt? A lot of parents I see nowadays, totally. like they want to protect their kids so much that these kids aren't um, experienced mm-hmm. real life yeah. situations. Like, Several podcasts back, y'all were talking about your kids leaving their homework at home. And do I bail them out by going yes. and take it to them or do yes. I let them learn a lesson? Yeah. So. And I've that- been under the no bailing my kids out for a long time. So I don't know if that makes me more cold-hearted. No. <laughs> but when you compare it, because that was a Cindy Peak one, and Cindy Peak is so nice and yes, so kind. tender-hearted yes. and sweet. And so if you compare it to that, though, yeah. we all look really mean compared to Cindy because she's just wired. I mean, I've sat and cried with my kids over some really hard situations. I mean, because mm-hmm. life can throw you some amazing, awesome opportunities, and life and life can send you some, make, you know, give you some lemons, right? That you have to make some difficult lemonade from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, so it's not like I don't worry or feel strongly when my kids are struggling. Or it's not like I don't have anxiety like any other, I mean. 
But it's like either they deal with it now when it's not yeah. such a big deal or they never deal with it until later on in life and they just fall apart because something didn't go right. And I want them to be self Like, I feel like the biggest, the best thing I can teach them is how to live without me. Yeah. And so if I'm monitoring their movements all the time and, and I think too, if I had 360 and I knew I could look and not say something to them, if I saw that, like if and not text them or call them be like, Hey, I saw on 360, you da 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 da. You were coming in at two 30 in the morning. Why are you doing that? You know, when they're in college, I think if I felt like I had the willpower to just know and not bug them, mm-hmm. then maybe that'd be one thing. But I think it would be hard as a mother to not constantly be calling them, trying to correct what I see. Mm-hmm. They're actually being, I'm like, that's their time to learn how to correct themselves. Yeah. I mean. But it also goes back to the root of like comparing ourselves. Like we're now comparing ourselves to the mothers that that's do true. that and they don't. So then we that's can't true. get caught up kind of in that cycle. You're right. You just do what works for you and your family. Yeah. If yeah. you want to watch your kid at 2.30 in the morning and that works for you and everything's, right. a, I mean, whatever. I don't want to be But you have to be saying, honest about what doesn't work. And if your child is doing things like trying to hide their phone so you don't know where they're going. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is not working. True. I mean, but I feel like sometimes we don't we don't do the introspection to go, is what I'm doing working? So let's is see. Right? Let's say I had 360 on my kid, and I see that they're at a at a place where there's probably a field. Back in the day, we had field parties. Yes. Field parties. Yes. With right. the fires. And, and so my <laughs> assumption is my kid is at this field party. Oh, well, I just know he's drinking, and I just know he's doing this. Well, what actually happened, he's there, and he turned it down. Yeah. He was like, he made the right decision, yeah. but I don't see that, nope. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I did some things in high school. I'm not proud of my parents didn't know until I was like 42 and had their grandchildren. So yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. Okay. So but let's that's change a, directions for just yes, a minute. But that Where, was one interesting side hop. <laughs> it was because I forgot that is the one that was that the you one. Got some feedback I on. did get some feedback. Now, did that feedback bug you when people are like, you no. know, how can you say it didn't bother you? No, I don't let it bother me. I you're really good at that. Huh? You are you're good really at good at that. If somebody uh-huh. disagrees with you or to, questions to a fault you, you're sometime. like, oh, okay. I do think coaching <laughs> has helped. Coaching girls, volleyball, private has school helped. has helped because I used to care and I used to cry. And then my husband would be like, why are you still doing this? Well, because it's a ministry and da, 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 da. And then you just get tough skin. And now you're kind of like, that's your issue. Like, you're upset about this. You're, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you weigh it against kind of perspectives of life and go, Seriously, if that's your yeah. biggest worry about your kid getting playtime at high school level. Okay. And whatever. I feel for mamas and parents and everybody right now. I mean, it's a hard, it's hard. I What's mean, there's hard? a lot, you mean? there's a lot coming at our kids. I understand yeah. our desire to put them in a bubble and yes. protect them. So I, I totally feel, I get us, I get that. I mean, it's But to it's call hard. a coach and scream and yell at yes, them is a whole, a I mean, whole I remember this West. one girl didn't make volleyball one year. She make varsity. And the dad was on the phone and Greg was driving and I was like, let me let you listen to the crazy. And he just was like, <gasps> and I was like, this is probably the fifth or sixth parent that this, not this year, but it's happened over time. And he was like, oh, wow. And it was a dad. And I was like, oh. He was like, who do you think you're talking to? Yeah. Well, they just had this thing. This is what my daughter does, and this is what she plays, and on this other team. So then that's what stinks about high school, because they come mm-hmm. from a club background where they're all playing their same age, and they come to high school, and they're mixed in with freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and seniors. So these parents are like, well, my kid should be the best. They're playing, well, your kid's playing against, against 18-year-olds and with 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So then perspective is, well, my daughter plays 15. She's the best 15-year-old. Great. Well, there's 18-year-olds that are a lot better than her, faster, quicker, their bodies are more developed. Right. But to scream and yell at somebody over playtime or why yeah. you didn't make it. So it's not it's not about protecting anymore. Then it's what, entitlement then? Is or that image? what that is? Image. Or image. Or my, my daughter is upset she didn't make the team. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's other girls that are better than her. I sit and watch my six-year-old niece play soccer, and I am stressed the entire yeah, time. It's hard. I'm like, I agree with you. six. Yes. I'm like, why yes. am I this like I can't I, I can't sit down I'm sitting down, sitting down getting up sitting down I thought up. about that why do I come home from games exhausted like yes. literally sitting in my chair but the whole time I'm like don't get injured okay that was great okay oh you know what I mean like you do it's yeah. not it's not like oh I'm just gonna sit here and drink my tea and enjoy this no, and not you get worked up like <laughs> you called that. her you called my te- my player out on this but you didn't call that player out oh, on yeah. that like, oh yeah whose pocket are you in ref yeah like, I mean oh, it's yeah, so stupid all of it. they're six and the ref old. is like fifteen yeah. the ref is the ref is fifteen who's being yeah we're bribing the ref. To, yeah. to fix a six-year-old. So like, dumb. Like, but we all feel that way. I'm telling you, yeah. you're not alone. You are oh, not. Yeah. I've seen, 
I have seen men and women I totally respect and knew one way, and my eyes were absolutely opened when I saw them watch their childs. Well, that was me, sports team. I <laughs> look at them like, who that was me. are you? Yes. If you would have seen me when Whitaker was little, I was I was the crazy parent on the sideline. And, I mean, Greg and I couldn't like even sit Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. No. Yelling at everybody. All the rest. Well, I would have had to get way away from you. Oh, yeah. I just cannot yes. take that. So, Bryn's last game, it was my dad and my stepmom and Jen and Dave and me, all five of us at the same time, yeah. yell, Bryn, go to the ball. Oh, yeah. And she turns and looks at us like, uh-huh. Which I'll, which I'll just be That's right. Yeah. It's not, they're not talking so to me. They're talking to another brand. She went out and realized she's not going to listen to you and her coach and say, if you're going to listen to the parents, I'll pull you out of the game and you're going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got to stop that. You get crazy. You get sucked yeah. in. Especially all, if you're competitive. Five adults are yelling parents. at a six year old, go to the uh-huh. mall. Oh, yeah. We yell at Gentry all the time. <laughs> Gentry did get in trouble last game because one girl was shoving and pushing and the ref wasn't calling it. Of course, I was like, ref, elbows. Like, that's my extent of yelling now. Mm -hmm. Ref, girl's elbows. Well, this girl shoved, pushed her. Gentry just turned around and just shoved her in the back. Like, she is sick of it. She was done. She was done. She almost started crying. And she was like, she is. And I go, Gentry, don't you dare push that girl. She was pushing me first on the like, yeah, but you got called for it. And I was like, well, and this is what I said, because I am a tacky soccer mom. Well, honey, if the ref would have called it, you wouldn't have had to push her. So it's okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is exactly what happens. Crazy. Crazy. And then later you reflect and you're like, okay, I shouldn't have done that. Absolutely. it, whatever. Absolutely. There's always a time of reflection. Uh, I always come to that conclusion that I shouldn't have done it. My dad was a sweet missionary guy. And I'm (laughs) just like, that is the time where I have seen him. But he was super competitive, played football and played basketball in college. I mean, Mm -hmm. he played for DBU, SMU and then DBU. Um, that was a time where I've almost seen him lose his mind mm-hmm. is when he's playing soccer because he mm-hmm. played soccer and coached soccer. And when he um, was playing basketball, like I thought he, I seen him almost sports. like mm-hmm. I thought he was going to punch somebody. And mm-hmm. I, I remember looking at my mom like she goes, yeah, well, yeah, he's playing basketball. She goes, That's <laughs> <how they got> me. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, like, yeah, it's true. Uh-huh. The kindest people turn into when it comes oh, to sports. Basketball. So, oh my gosh. That's okay, so one. we digressed again, which was also fun. But Christy, again, what off were you the wanting off the rails? Mm-hmm. What off were rails. you wanting? To- I would say since we're kind of um, in a new place a year later. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we started this with like verses or things of encouragement that kind of help you get where you're at during that time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Where are you at now? Words, Bible verses. Um, what is God showing you right now? Where is he making himself? Where is he revealing himself to you? Can be details sh- or big picture? He's shown me patience. So I think it's, uh, for me, it would be details in this last okay. year. And it is, it is step by step. He has reminded me that he has had me the entire time, even though I'm sitting around going, I don't know what you're trying to tell me right now. Things aren't happening as far as work. Now yeah. things have taken off with work and it's, 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 he's having me, I feel like he's having me focus one day at a time and not, you should be here already or you should be here already. Mm-hmm. So, and the verse that I, um, my favorite verse, I started at the beginning of this year with it is Psalm 139. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to read it? Of course. Yes, yes. Of course we would. Uh, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Mm. So whenever I feel completely lost or I can feel forgotten or that that verse reminds me that he knows exactly where I am, exactly what I'm doing, what my thoughts are, and he has me. Oh, yeah. And and time and again, he has proven, mm-hmm. I've got you, Amy. Mm-hmm. I've always have. You just don't listen. <laughs> well, at the very end of the verse, it says you're. It, it's, it's too, too lofty, lofty for me to understand. Yes, which is how too, you even kind of started it. Yeah, saying I don't even know what's such going knowledge on. is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Understand? Too wonderful to attain. Yeah. I like that. So that's a constant verse for me. And that whole, that whole, all of 139 is the same way. Yeah. He knows where I am. If I, if I travel afar, if I'm near, he knows exactly where I am. Mm-hmm. He hems you in. I like that too. Mm-hmm. He's hemmed me in a lot. He's hemmed you in a lot. <laughs> Hemming you in. That's how you have to grow in your patience by being hemmed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Debbie, what about you? Um, I think for me, uh, a couple of things. 
that there's a season or a time for everything. Ecclesiastes three one. There's a time for everything, season for every activity under the heavens. I think remembering that, like life changes, life moves. It is not the same, and we've seen that in the Mm -hmm. last year a lot, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we've had. There's been a lot going on. But you're um, someone that here. likes change. I love change. So that's an interesting verse. So then it leads me to the next one. Yeah. So that's something for me. There's a time for everything. Just, I guess it's comforting to me where it may not be comforting to others in the sense of, because I like the fact there's yeah. a time for everything. Other people don't. So then it leads me to the <laughs> other next people one. people don't. They don't. <laughs> and I have to have patience. Speaking of Amy's like learning patience, mm-hmm. I have to have patience with yep. those people when they have to process things longer. And it just... So then I go um, Galatians 6, 9. I'm like, you know, don't become weary of doing good. Mm. Do it all the time. Just because I'm tired, there's a proper time to reap the harvest. Just because I'm tired or having difficult conversations with people over and over, even though it's not the same people, it's different people all the time, you know, just with church life and the changes that have happened over the last year and everything yeah. we've had to do. Um, you know, people have to um, adjust. And I'm nobody's Holy Spirit. I'm nobody's conscience. And God's going to be working on everybody. So how can I be bold and at the same time kind? How can I be humble and at the same time ask questions? You know, that kind of thing. So, um, and then Second Peter where it talks about, you know, 3.8 where it talks about, don't forget the one thing with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years like a day. Mm-hmm. So time for us may feel, we may feel like we're missing out or, Things aren't mm-hmm. going like we like, you know, we want, but God's got His own timing for things. Mm-hmm. Like Amy said, God's got yeah. you. It's Time. okay. Time's like your key word out of all that too. It is. Mm-hmm. You're Ecclesiastes. right. Ecclesiastes. Yes. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one. To say. That is. A hard I have a one joke. To say. I have a joke involving Ecclesiastes. I'll say it later. <laughs> okay. We'll say it now. Okay. Husband, my grandfather. This was his favorite one. He could never make it to the punchline. So husband and wife are driving down the road, and the wife is just chewing on the husband. Like, you're going, you're going too fast. You're going too fast. Mm-hmm. You need to slow down. And go. They ended up getting in a wreck. Mm-hmm. Here comes the husband. He gets to the pearly gates, and there's St. Peter. And he said, uh, well, St. Peter, what do I got to do to get into heaven? He goes, you got to spell one word. He goes, well, what is it? He says, spell Jesus. And he goes, J-E-S-U-S. He said, all right, go on in. So he said, and the man's still standing there. And he said, St. Peter said, well, why don't you go on in? And he said, well... My wife was in the wreck, too, and I'll be in so much trouble if I don't wait for her. And so and St. Peter said, all right, well, I'm going to take a break. So I need you to stand here until I get back. He said, all right, no problem. Well, sure enough, here comes the wife. And she's just chewing on him and chewing on him. Chewing on St. Peter? Chewing on her husband because St. Peter took a break. Because okay. you know that will happen in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so then she looks at her husband. She goes, why are you just standing here? And she said, well, I'm watching the gate for St. Peter. Oh, he he chose you. Of all people, he chose you. She goes, well, why don't we go in? And he goes, well, you got to spell one word first. Oh, and she goes, well, what is it? And he said, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> my grandfather would turn red and start laughing before he could even get Ecclesiastes out. I'm going to make this really hard for you. Yeah, Ecclesiastes. E-C-C. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. So that's a good one. All right, Christine, your turn. What is mine? Um, Mine is just recently. I love the, and it's not really a verse, but it's, it says, but Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food. It's from Daniel 1, 8. And the word resolve, I'm a word person. Mm -hmm. And that word has been um, big lately. It's kind of to set to, um, because so much is happening when your kids enter high school yeah. that changes everything the way you think and That's feel. That's true. And so then you have to go, okay, what am I going to be resolved to doing for my kids? And what am I going to stand on? And what are, what am I going to go, okay, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to mm-hmm. let that go. And what am I not going to? And that has been really hard. And it's, I feel like resolve, that could mean very many things. What do you think it means? What do you mean? resolve myself because it can to look do. different too that's what mm-hmm. i was like for some people resolving too looks resolving to set to stand to put to install to mount mm-hmm. to establish to confirm that's what so, it means in that context so read that again with establish but daniel established that he would not defile himself with the king's food decided yes so you resolve yourself you decide for yourself mm-hmm. that you this decide. okay mm-hmm. i like that but I even like in the context of it's put in Daniel. Like he he realized what was good for him and what was bad for him. Sure. So when you're doing that in life, what's good for me, what's bad for me? What am I going to stand in? What am I going to resolve? What am I going to be determined? 
But even like in your in your example, like with Daniel and the food, I mean, that's not going to be the same for everyone, right? So even say what you're resolved to Oh, no, look, be, look the same. Yes. You're saying for you, like coming in, which may coming in and saying, be, looking at high school. But it should be for Christians. It's the same. Um, it's in the same context. What as Christians are we going to resolve to that we're not going to defile ourselves with? See, and that's right? a huge, broad question, because even like on things like you mentioned, alcohol. Oh, yeah. Believers think differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then believers think differently on food. Food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They think differently on what their kids are allowed and not allowed to do. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, well, look at all the different religions or faith, yeah. you know what I mean? Like denominations. We all yes. differed on different ones at different points on, are we going to baptize baptism? Are we yeah. going to take the Lord's Supper every single Sunday? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. So Hymns that's, why you have, that's why you're in charge of like your home and your house. Mm-hmm. And then you have to stand and like Daniel's in charge of his body in that, in that context. So he's going to go, what is going to defile him with the king's food? So you, you're responsible for your temple, your body. So do you think, like, what we should be resolved as believers to agree on, do you think that's a shorter list than we make it a lot of times? Do we, you think we make the list short? I think we make the list really long. That's what I'm saying. Do you think it's a shorter list than what we make it? Yes. I think so, too. I think we make the list really long when it's actually, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of freedom. Oh, yeah. And I don't think that Christ intended for us to be, it should be, it should be. I'm confusing in my Less head. Less reg- regimented or more, more regimented? Less legalistic. Less what? Legalistic. Okay. Less legalistic, but still, if you keep to what Jesus calls us to do, like the Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. for instance, we should take that almost as much as we preach the gospel. Really? If you read as much as you see, you know, Jesus saying it, take it often. Yeah. Well, how much is often? Yeah. How much as a church gathers once a week? Is that really that often in our life? Seven once every seven days? That's really not that often. But for us, we gather at church once every seven days. Why couldn't? That seems like an easy thing to do. And you're remembering him. It's a covenant that he's making, right? That's his new covenant. But most churches do not eat the Lord's Supper that often. They do it like once a year. Yeah. We do it here every fifth Sunday. So it's four times a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody has their time. But I think it's, again, something that no one, Mm -hmm. not everybody agrees on. Not no one. But not a lot of people agree on the same. Mm -hmm. And it's broken up people to say, well, this denomination is going to do it this way. This one's mm-hmm. going to do it this way. And we're going to do it in certain ways and different ways to do it. So, I don't know. You just have to figure out what can you, what can you resolve? What can you stand? What but can I left you, you also, even with the resolution, there was a verse you brought up. It was a few podcasts ago that I thought was so good. And we were talking about just not engaging in foolish conversations. Oh, yes. yes. I can't remember what the verses were you brought But I remember you reading them going, it was a Proverbs. that is so true. Yeah, they're pro- it and it's, Proverbs. It was about just... Sometimes you just don't enter into those foolish conversations, and sometimes that's what you have to be resolved as believers but don't you not to do, first right? Finding out, like the saying, "Don't throw pearls to swine." Yes, like that's oh when I gosh. remember, like someone telling me, "Don't throw pearls." Yes. Seven brides for seven brothers musical that was in there. Don't throw your pearls. Yeah, like why? <laughs> Where did that come? I've never heard. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, slow that down. Say it again. Don't pull. Whatever you say it, I'm going to pull it. Don't throw your pearls before swine. Mm-hmm. In other words, yeah. the things that are you value, don't, don't you know, share with other yeah, yeah. With the, the pigs that are going to eat the, you know. And I've them. been mistaken in relationships or friendships that I thought were much closer than they actually were, that mm-hmm. I would be way too honest. And then it's just used against you. Mm-hmm. So, so that comes from Matthew 7, and it starts with, you hypocrite, first take the beam out of your own right. eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Don't give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before swine. If you do, they may trample them under their feet, and then turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open. So I just remember hearing that the first time and being like, oh, yeah, this is a this is a pearl conversation. This is a pearl situation. Yeah. Mm-mm. You're, you're a fool. <laughs> yeah. I say that jokingly, but in your brain, you kind of go, it's not worth giving you that. But you have to tell your kids that too. They get upset over things and you're like, why enter that? Why go there? Well, and being okay, not, I mean, not living in, in the outrage. Yeah. (laughs) That seems to be a place so many people live in. um, Well, social media, right? Social media. And again, it's part of that online space anxiety I have. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not to... Just engaging very little. Um, and even adjusting, like I was, so much of it, I feel like the ways to adjust when things change, life change, trying to understand what is true, what is not true, 
um, has to do with your willingness to not engage in all that and, mm-hmm. and not take everything at face value yeah. and being willing to read and to listen and to take the time to do it. None of us want to take the time. Yeah. And to, to show it. a fruit of the spirit. Yes. In, no matter what. No matter what. Oh. What did, uh, oh God, I just read it. He was like a great theologian. Uh, someone, Chafer? Charles Swint. No, Charles he was an old, old guy. See, yeah, they talked about sometimes Spurgeon. people don't, um, it's more down that Spurgeon yeah. alley, but it was, he talked about people showing, like, don't question someone's salvation. Yeah. Like, they could have fruit to the Spirit. It could be a little tiny grape. Or it could even be a raisin. But look for the fruit <laughs> of the Spirit. And I was like, that's so good because we're so quick to judge, right? Mm. Like, we're so quick to be like, oh, yeah. no fruit. Well, actually, probably there was a little bit. And they're just still going through the process like we all are of growing as believers. But I thought, that was so good. Like, it still could be a little bit of a grape. Don't count somebody out because you don't think they're a Christian. I don't think you count them out. But there's some people I look at them like, yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> but no, I see your point. It is It is basically God. I mean, again, we're not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, and take the speck out of, or the board out of your own eye before you take the speck out of somebody else's. It's mm-hmm. all in that vein, like you were saying, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And I think there's absolute necessity in that, right? Humility. You were going to say something, Amy, though, a minute ago? I think we were back on relationships. We're talking about relationships, um, throwing pearls before swine. And a lot of times you have to remember that um, feelings aren't facts. A lot of times we get um, mixed up. I can have a really strong feeling about something, but I have to remember that it's not a fact. That was Kip. Oh, Kip that was that on our, on one our of the podcasts? podcasts. I think you're right. That was a I good look. That sounds like a, like a line. Light bulb. It sounds like a line for my, yeah, um, your feelings. Yeah. My not best friend's dad's mm-hmm. a pastor. He's always said that to us, and I think that's more re- relevant with women because we get <laughs> yes. we get all up in our feelings and we're like, "This is this is what's happening." No, it's just feeling. Well, you know? I think yeah. feelings can be so valuable as long as you inspect them too, though. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going okay. Remember, they're not facts, but also. <laughs> Do the hard, like, look of, why am I feeling this way? Why am I so mad about this? Like, like dig deeper. Where's this yeah, coming from? but about me. Not getting mad, like, you you over there fix this so I don't feel this way. But more right. like myself going, why am I feeling this way? What is... Why am I so obsessed with yes, this? Where's this coming from? Why am I so me? anxious about the podcast? I mean, there were reasons, but I'm like, okay, I cannot let this, you fester. know, fester. And or dictate your actions. Or dictate your not actions. sleep and... No, yes. all that. Figure it out. That's true. It's you the know? dig deep. Mm-hmm. The dig deep on why am I responding with my emotions this way? Yeah. Which and I think that's lot. when they're helpful. That's exhausting. You've got to drink lots of water before you do that. Yes. <laughs> just stay you have hydrated. to go to the bathroom more often? <laughs> just or? stay hydrated. Like that process is exhausting sometimes. Mm-hmm. To dig deep on I've never heard to drink more water, though, when you're like getting like into your emotions. Is it because you're crying that you have to stay hydrated? No, it's like a long journey. It's like a marathon. Like stay so hydrated. Stay hydrated for in the your journey. marathon. Do I have to run while I'm thinking? You about feel like this? I feel like I'm running when I'm digging deep into my emotions. Yeah. When I do that next time, when I'm really into my feelings, I'm like, Christy said I have to drink water. <laughs> she said stay I have to stay hydrated. hydrated. <laughs> I mean, it seems, like, Amy, it seems like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of work. Which is why you need good for you. Exactly. It's good for you. It's good work. I'm already into my feelings. I don't know why I have to worry about water on top of it, but okay. It'll help you get through it longer. I'll I'll try it. (laughs) So I know a lot of people coming out of this year with the pandemic and being locked down that are having to start, like, they're doing a reset. Like, they're having a reset, like, their exercise routine and their eating Mm, routine and everything. But everybody's raising their hand. So what are y'all doing different? I would be so interested in knowing that. (laughs) Not meeting each other at the gym when we say we're closing. (laughs) Well, what's good is neither one of us gets offended. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, no. Well, no. that's not helpful. Maybe you need to get offended if someone doesn't meet no, you. No. We, we know the other one will <laughs> no. do it. We're just not doing it at 530 in the morning. Yeah. Oh. If we know the other one is gone, then that's pressure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, now I have to go at like 2 in the afternoon and fit it in. Yeah. But, okay. But no, I'm back on Weight Watchers because it How makes me feel better just okay. to like oh, eat healthier. So um, you like a regimen and structure, like I can only eat this meal at this time. You like to kind of be told, hey, I need to yeah, eat I this like a, now. I'm better if I have a plan in motion sure. because if I, like I started this last week, I was so busy, I wasn't eating breakfast, which is not such a big thing, but because I don't really like to eat breakfast, I like to eat um, lunch and dinner. But mm-hmm. my my problem is my biggest meal of the day is dinner and it should be the opposite but i still can't like during the day i have to eat like a light if i eat breakfast a light breakfast and a light lunch that way i don't feel so heavy and i can keep going but 
but yeah, being just being food conscious, whether yeah. it's uh, writing it down or doing it on an app or whatever, and then getting a workout in has helped. So that's so good. Mm-hmm. I find I'm down one point four pounds. So wow. you know, good for you guys. and I'm not. I didn't. Are you supposed to weigh in on Monday? And okay. I was with friends this weekend, so, so I'm not like, weighing. Oh, no. <laughs> Not We're going to wait a few is days, what you're saying. <laughs> yes. let it balance back out, and then we'll get on the scale. <laughs> so have you been on it for like a week, two weeks? I've been on it for, after the first week, I was down 1.4 pounds. Wow. But I'd had like a lot of water weight and everything, so yeah. I mean, I'll take it, but still. What's a good, is it like a pound a week? Is that kind of a good? One to two pounds a week. A week, right? Because you're not supposed right. to do any more than that. Maybe people no, try to do more, but you're not supposed to do more than that. That's sustainable. If you do yeah. one to two, one pounds, two pounds, pounds a week, week. that's sustainable. And I... Gosh, seven years ago, I lost like seventy pounds, and wow. I was, and that was that's like a human. That's that was over like a year and a half, <laughs> two years, and that was like yeah, it's like a toddler or a large toddler. But anyway, I, well, I've also gained it all back, so <laughs> it's like I it's like I didn't lose the baby weight ever. <laughs> and I don't have a child, so anyway, um, but yeah, that's that's more sustainable. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, I dropped twenty pounds in a month. Well, that's great. It you most eating, likely it's going to come back. You know, that's hard. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the thing with Weight Watchers, and I'm not, I don't get paid. I'm not, this is not a sponsorship, but they, (laughs) they they count. They're not paying us, the listeners. But they count all the macros for you. So you're not like, and I've done the calorie thing Mm -hmm. where I just, I just count calories. Well, if I'm, if I decide to eat, you know, ding dongs all day long, but only 1200 calories of them, I'm still going to lose weight, but it's not going to be in a healthy way. You're just going to end up with cancer. Ding dongs give you cancer? They're all that artificial stuff is what oh. gives you cancer. I think that's a real deal in ding dongs. I don't yeah. think that's artificial. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of I artificial products. I don't think I have Debbie, little Debbie's growing up, and I've never tried a ding dong, I'll be honest. Oh, I used, pretty good. I love good. those. Really? Ding dongs and Twinkies are my fave. Oh, so wow. what about, so I do I do unsweet tea at Sonic and put yeah. too sweet and low in it. So I'm like, my sweet and low is bad. That's bad. You're supposed to do stevia or the other like one. stevia. Uh, the green one. Or like nothing. It. Oh, well, now you're just. <laughs> now you're off the rails. You're being anti-Texan now. Now you're off the rails, Demi. Anti-Southern. I do sweet and low because. No, sweet and low is like a pink it. one. Yeah, sweet and low is a pink one. That's like the big. That's like a direct shot. It's pink for cancer. It's pink for cancer. It's the same color. Probably so. Okay, they're working together. Absolutely. That's like old news. It's a corporate. It's a It is old news. Wow. Let's focus on Debbie. Okay, Debbie, what are you doing? Let's just go ahead and turn towards Debbie now. We are Maury Povich. We're in Oprah. Are we keeping it nice? <laughs> judge Judy. Go straight to the judge. Oh my gosh! Like I had a gym membership before the pandemic, and I hated going. Yeah. And um, but I would walk outside a lot, walk and run some. But then um, I just felt like I needed to have a gym membership. Everybody does, right? Yeah. I mean, like if you're healthy, that's what you do. It yeah. was. I mean, mm-hmm. I was spending twenty nine ninety nine every month, and I would end up going like just a little. Did the bit, kids so. go or husband go in your place, or did no. y'all do like a family membership? No. So Jamie, my husband, goes to the rec center has since it opened. Oh yeah. And I mean, but he's there at five in the morning, swim like every day. I mean, my husband's a big health nut, right? Eating healthy, he needs to get exercise. Chuck does a swimming. They see each other at the rec center all the time. Okay. So, um, but one thing, our gym, my gym closed, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I had a membership there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was like, well, now I just have to walk. And I have just loved, I mean, it would be cold and rainy and I'm out there doing my three miles. Like it didn't like, Mm -hmm. I just, so what I learned from it was just cancel that membership that puppy mm-hmm. even don't even when it comes back saying we're ready and they did i was like nope done yeah <laughs> i mean i'm like not even gonna try anymore so i have my weights and my yoga and my and that i do at home and my stretches and then i do my and that has worked for me big time so that was my other thing was kind of like amy was saying i find this works for me if i do mm-hmm. xyz i'm like figure that out don't like everybody will tell you the things that you should and should not do. It's not the same for everybody. And yeah. so I found once I finally landed in that spot for me, I was so comfortable. So people now can say all this stuff, do this, do this. I'm like, I'm just, yeah. I'm Everybody's doing my different. Thing. Everybody's different. They're so different. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be like, yeah. or I do. I'm saying I have to be okay with that. And I wasn't for a while. I was like, I felt like I had to be well, a member of a gym. I bought an expensive electrical machine and sat there and looked at it, eating Cheetos in my living room. <laughs> And I'm like, I need to get on that. But no, I actually do better if I'm like, it's an appointment with, with myself yes. to go to a gym, yes. even if I don't talk to anybody, and yeah. I get to check it off the list. Show up. Yeah. Or your workout partner doesn't show up. 
I flake on her all the time. And so many people I know are like you. Like, I felt like I was doing something wrong. Like, I'm never, like, I just. It worked, it worked for a little bit for me. Mm. And I was, I was glad when COVID hit. I'm like, I have this elliptical. I'm, I'm great. Yeah. But then it just, and then it takes up so much room in my house. So. Yeah. And now well, you have a new office. Now I have a new office. And I have cholesterol issues and would never and guess that a, a looking at you. Well, that's just, I mean it's a hereditary thing. Like I have plaque build up up in here and I have like so I have to watch like I'm totally down on the back to the vegetarian thing and um and it work it helps and I have Hashimoto's which is a thyroid Hashimoto's. Thing too. Mm-hmm. Sounds, Sounds like a restaurant. Disease, right? <laughs> it does. What tonight? <laughs> It's an autoimmune disease. disease. So yeah, Um, I've just figured that out. Sorry to make light of it. That's just my life. I have to make light of things. Oh, see, yeah. Who's jabbing now, right? I know. Well, Christy. No, that's okay. I didn't take it as that at all. I had to clarify that. I did not take that wrongly at all. Just to let you know. I'm not going to enter into this conversation anymore because another start's going to be flying. It'll be great. I'm just kidding. Um, the, what was their first question, I have to say? It was like um, that everybody's felt like with this, yeah, that exercise and health thing and ease and eating have gotten kind of off the rails with this no, kind of latest good. year. But we've what talked you, about it. Anything you're changing. I was more asking anything you're anything having to do. Anything we're changing. Or that you've learned this year that you're changing or that you're. I'm learning that I can show grace to myself right now for this season. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say I keep on counting down like the days of like certain things to be done so that I can be like, okay, I, now I have space in my brain to do this or this or compartmentalizing that. yes you yes. walk yeah. a lot though too right Not anymore i used to and then i stopped well your knee was messed up my knee got messed oh, up yeah. yeah but i, I do go work out yeah. and i ride the bike i like riding the bike up mm-hmm. at the gym and i'm like amy i like to go somewhere i can't do it at my house because then i like if i do it like in the living room i look at the rug and i'm like gosh, i should be vacuuming <laughs> oh my gosh look at the dog oh my gosh the kids put wrappers you make a chore list yes you make a chore yes, list i can't yeah. i cannot do it i've yeah. tried it and it was horrible um, but if you're in the gym, fun. that's all you can do there. You can't pick up anything. Well, right. well you, she did. She did go <laughs> tell the main guy. She was like, "Who is your maid here? Because the mirrors I are said, filthy." Cleaning service. And he goes, "Well, I am." <laughs> oh, and I kept on and telling her, "Still not clean." Uh, and I was like, "We're going to clean them. I'm going to bring up our glass cleaner and I'm going to uh, watch you do it. And I'll be supportive. I'll uh-huh. watch you do it. I'm going to clean the window, <laughs> the mirrors because they're so dirty." Or whatever. And the, the mirrors by the weights, everybody has to look at as they're yeah, working out to make sure the floor is yeah. right. They're all filthy. Yeah. Well, and there's another room where you could say people like put their hand on the mirror and stretch or whatever. Oh, gross. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to clean these, Amy. It looks like, like a kid's bathroom where they like spit on the Ew. mirror and stuff. That's what it looks like when they See, brush their teeth. See, what is attractive about going to those kinds of places? Oh, you should just, just, you just disregard it. You should hear the like the grown men when they're lifting weights that are too heavy and the grunts. Are you going like, to do it? I can't. No. I'm like, I can't put my earbuds in fast enough. I'm like, this is so disgusting and there's it a woman in there there's a woman in there that tries to sound like really girly and i'm like these are these are not tones i need to hear oh my gosh but she's the one that works with laugh. the, the workout yeah. person yeah yeah so Anyways. i have to go somewhere to work out and yes that's that's what Pretty much it. Yeah. Nothing exciting. Oh so fun. Well, this has been an awesome year with Noise Narratives. Our first year out the gate. Our first season. Mm-hmm. I think we're so, taking too. the summer off. Mm-hmm. We're learning more. We got better as we went, I feel like. We weren't. That's questionable. <laughs> Debbie did good with the recording and the she software. Did. I and had to learn all that. We did lot. none of that. Yeah, we get here and Debbie has it all taken care of yeah. and set up. That's right. Well, it's a great relationship. You guys can email in and tell Christy to listen to herself more. She <laughs> thinks she's not a good voice on it, but she is. Uh-uh, I'm not, not going to listen. I'm not going to do it. It's going to be great. But um, so we're hoping to start season two back up. What, September? Is that we said? Mm-hmm. Beginning of September. So we'll be back then with more interviews and talking to more people. And Send us ideas. Yes. That would be email a great idea. Do interview men? Or no, we've we're maybe one. Chris Hurt, yeah, we've got people is with he, stories. Is he? Then I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chris Hurt came with, with yes. um, Shanda. That was our one guy. We have other Mike McGee is going to come, and he's going to mm-hmm. talk to us about how to handle your husbands that are currently unemployed in the house. Like how to encourage oh, them. Okay. How to not ask them 20 times a day? Did you apply for a job? Did you apply oh, for yeah. a job? I have in other words, job. how to be supportive and yeah. kind. I have and, one. 
if we can get somebody in here to talk, I mean, you always can't show it, but like making better decisions, women are out by themselves as far as self-defense and being aware of your surroundings. And if you are licensed to carry where you should carry your gun or if you carry a taser or whatever, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because women, especially when you got a bunch of kids with you and you're getting in the car, you're not thinking about somebody snatching a purse or, mm-hmm. you know. It's mm-hmm. a good so. one. Yeah. There's all, see, Amy just gave a great Job idea. Amy. So y'all need to like, yeah, email us. Let us know if, that, if that's something you want to so, know. If yeah. not, we can just. We would love to get we'll ideas. We can scratch that one. <laughs> we can one. take it off. There's. Well, and I think, too, it's been fascinating just how many people, um, I mean, just the amazing stories out there, what God's done in the lives of people. And That's what there I are people to, that are yeah. willing yeah. to share. You're willing and, to share. Yeah. And I think know. a lot of ladies are. I think a lot of people and if couples. If you have a friend that you know are, is willing to share, mm-hmm. send us their name. Because we're not alone in this. Mm-mm. No. We're not alone. So, no. and we love everybody, hard. even if you use Life 360 all the time. <laughs> We do. So, yeah, if you have a if you have a hard time with that you conversation, make sure you text me. Christy and email Christy. You I have to trust my kid. You put my she kid on Life 360 and you want to give me I think we should know. put Christy on Life 360 just so we know where she is. I am. I'll, I'll add you good. to mine. That I don't way, want we you to know. I don't want you to know where I am. I don't That's, care if anybody knows where I am. That's the kicker, right? Yeah. <laughs> you might be like, why are you at Kroger again? Well, I forgot this. No, you have four children. I know why you're at Kroger again. No, I forget things. Oh, my goodness. My husband gets notifications even when our garage door goes up every time because he's got that thing on the phone. He's got oh, that deal. I might be and tempted like, just hey, to just sit there. And... I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, I did. The kids asked if we could get ring, and I was like, no, I do not want to know every human that's coming in and out of this house all the time. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. No, thank you. Yeah. Just put it on your husband's phone, mm-hmm. not on yours. Oh, I could do that. He doesn't <laughs> want to know either. Neither <laughs> one of us want to know. <laughs> or put it on Brindley's. Brindley would love it. She'd just sit there all day. Oh, this is so great. This is so great. <laughs> Amazon finally arrived with my sheen package. Oh, well, my gosh. And I remember that. I remember those days when my kids were in elementary middle. Like, there would be a whole flock of them that oh, would yeah. walk home with them to our house because I had a lot of friends that started back at work. So I was like, oh, yeah, just send them to the kid. You can just pick them up on the way home, you know, and... I could be having, oh my goodness, the in and out of the uh-huh. door. Oh yeah, that would have driven me crazy. Just You're in that life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we don't yeah. even close the door. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we have to go pick up Timber <laughs> from the dog jail often because he roams the neighborhood. You're like, how many times has it been now? Three times. We've oh, only got our tickets. You got like first name basis and everything mm-hmm. with the yeah. people there. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What's up, Timber?" Well, now he walks to the kid, the school with the, he walks to school with the kids, and they call me and they're like, "Come up and get Timber. He walked to school with us this morning." Okay, you're okay. <laughs> you could just like maybe shut the door or like shut the back so gate. It's so easy. Like, those are such simple solutions. <laughs> I agree with you. Maybe so. you should do 360 on Timber. That's what Put we need. Something to do. Yeah. on his collar. I would like that. Does he have one of those little GPS chips in him? No, not. He has a thing like if you call, but there's not. It's not a GPS where you can track him. Oh, okay. Right. It's just if they scan the back of yeah. his neck, they know who he is. Yeah. Then they call us. To. Yeah. We don't have. We can't have cats and dogs because our daughter's so allergic. But so yeah. I don't know. So we have weird pets, but that don't escape because they're in cages. Mm-hmm. You're probably better pet owners. I don't know about that. Yeah. Our birds. We have it's birds. Questionable. So no, they need to be in cages. <laughs> yeah. Keep those, those in the cages. Uh, Nobody wants a snake, to poop all over tarantulas. Um, okay, well, this was so fun, every, you know, ladies, and um, thanks for a great year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to close it out. <laughs> kind of emotional. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. We're coming back. We're not dying. We aren't dying. We're coming mm-hmm. back. But when I come back, I start a podcast. My son will be at college. So you'll be crying. I'll be maybe a little bit teary. Yeah. So. And you can tell us about year. that. You can share with us about that. Yeah, that's going to be. That's what we're going to oh, do. Our first one. That'll be a first good one. one. Sending your kid How off How did that go? Because I literally will drop him off that last week of August. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He, he starts school on August 30th. Yeah, it is. That's really late. Well, and that's what colleges used to do with start late. Um, but that seems later than usual. Then a lot of regular schools changed and a lot of colleges changed mm-hmm. with those, you know, I feel like. But a and they're August 30th. So, yeah. So. But, hey, um, we're going to go. We tried to close this out like five times now, so I'll really close it out now. So, anyway, thanks y'all for listening. Thanks for a wonderful season. And this is Noisy Narratives Out. Bye, y'all. Bye.